up with is, is, is archives. We're going to release them. We're going to give back to the people. It's going to be tremendous, phenomenal. You John. can see it. You can see it happening. Things are changing. You already you can, can see it. People are happy. People you can are see excited. it happening. Things are changing. It's going to be phenomenal. Approval we're going to make ratings. it happen. That's what we're doing. Approval ratings are highest. The highest ever. Highest people, ever. People Any happy. president. Uh, best president is Andrew Jackson. It's the best president is Andrew Jackson. And it's tremendous. And we're going to do great things with it. And we're going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. Two people doing this podcast invented it. Tweet us at the podcast. We'll have this girl podcast off the It's gonna be like, it's gonna be like Logan, which is the best Marvel movie of all time. It's the greatest, greatest. It's, it's the greatest. Real. It's character driven. It's, it's great. It's gritty. He's slashing heads. It's, just, it's phenomenal. It's gritty. I hate that. It's gritty. It's true grit. It's true grit. Hacksaw grit. Hacksaw Jim grit. grit. Instead of a two by four, he's got a dirt by four because it's gritty. And that's what he does. It's Axel Jim Gritty. Not to be confused, John with the Nitty Gritty Band. He's Axel Jim. You might as well just call him Axel Grit. Axel Jim Duggan. Not the same guy. I need to work on all my. To be honest with you, I don't think he likes me. I don't think he likes me. I need to work on like the last. I don't know, like five presidents' impressions of them, because those are like who we know in our lifetime. I feel like oh, I could have yeah. like I want to, I want to, I want to perfect all of them and have a conversation with the former U.S. presidents at once, but just play all the characters. Yeah. Like we'll have Trump come in and being like, "I'm just gonna take the wall. I'm gonna build it. They're gonna pay for it. I just sold thousands of Muslims." And then like Clinton will come in and be like, <laughs> "I am not here," you know. And then uh, we'll have. And then who? And then Reagan? Or no? George, George, uh, George Senior, not gonna do. No, that's Ross Perot. Uh, no, it sounds like that though. How did George Senior talk? He was kind of like, uh, "Read my yeah. lips. No new taxes." I always just watched Dana Carvey because he just like did him. He did Perot. He, I think he even did Clinton on his show. Like. It, his impressions are the best of the presidents. I think the funniest. Oh, they're the funniest. So animated. I can't hear it. I got, I'll, I'll watch it chat. once and I can do Well, isn't that special? Tweet us. Tweet us. The Underschool Podcast. Well, we got a great, full-packed, gritty show tonight. You don't gritty like the word grit when describing films or just the word in general? Yeah, I think if anyone uses the word grit on the show, they get um, assessed the fine. That's like a rule. Yeah, that, we gotta implement a that. Movie as gritty. There are only two films that you can say is gritty what? that you can get away with. It's Braveheart because that was the first epic that was truly like gritty. Like before that, there was some blood, but that was the one where you're like, oh, he's putting like you know sticks through somebody's eyes and like chopping off heads and bashing. Fi- okay, that's gritty. Wasn't and, um, another and one Save Private Ryan? Another one of your favorites. Uh, yeah, Saving Private Ryan for sure. Yeah, I don't even think gritty. grit is like that's like calling it like nasty. Like yeah. it's not. It's like an insult. But <laughs> sure, if you need to call it gritty, it's for sure gritty. It's just so much more than that. Um, especially that first forty minutes. 
Um, oh, Omaha Beach. What about your 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 old old fave? Dances with wolves. When those Indians, those Native Americans, scalp the guys. Thanks for saying Native Americans. I was very offended. Your terminology for Indians. That's what they are. Uh, it wasn't gritty. It was romantic. I think. I think it was a romantic, romantically was shot it film. Brutal? It was brutal, but In not Ireland. as. There was a lot of faraway shots during the. Uh, that oh, film. that's right. Still great. Still violent. Still violent. Like, There's still some some bits of violence. But it wasn't like super detailed violence. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like Passion of the Christ violent. It was like oh. uh, you kind of got him. But they took the camera away. But now here's Costner's butt, so it's okay. PG-13. Got it. So, wait, let's wait. I'm trying to remember how we came up with uh, the idea of not knowing really what any of your friends do. Like, you kind of have, like, an idea. You have, like, a guess. Yeah. But more than, like, a sentence. Is, you have is a general what? idea of, like, a dream. Yeah, I was like at a place, like it was cool. Like I know he's happy because we talked about that today. People ask computers. I don't wonder if that's just an ADD thing or if it's um, just people in general. Because people ask me, what my friends do. I can give you like a a general description. I know John because we've talked about it in the air specifically right. kind of what he does, but I would still get a little vague, you know, if they got into details. So what kind of who does he call? Oh, people. Where do they cool. um, Where do they travel? Where do they work? In America. In in America. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you generally know nurses. Yeah. Biscardi's a little close to the vest with what he's doing sometimes. He is breasted. And he doesn't like to. Uh, he even said he doesn't like talking shop with friends. And I, uh, I, I tend to agree with him. I think. There's so much more about my friends that I care about than the one thing they have to do every day that they usually all hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think I ever talk to friends about work aside from, how's, how's work going, man? It's pretty good. We're doing that. You know, and they always, whether it's good or bad, you say, it's all right. And you move on because you don't really want to talk about that. And this came up today. We were, on the, we were all having a, a, a podcast uh, conference call, a summit, if you will. And, you know, we were talking about lunch, our friend Claude. I'm like, what, Scott's like, what does Claus do? And I was That's like, well, what it was. he's consulting and he does stuff with like, I think AMC owns, they do like automation, computers. He has a desk. He has an email account. Like he does things. And that's kind of where the trail runs cold for me. People ask what they, what does he do? Uh, he's, he's in business. Consulting. <laughs> my, my, my definition of, of oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. No. My definition of my answer when people ask, like, what do your friends do? It's kind of what a kid says when he's playing grown up going to work as a yeah. kid. Like, what are you doing? I'm doing stuff with banking and mortgage and yes. insurance and, and corporation. And paper. Like, I'm just using things. Yeah, people. We have a board meeting. What is that? We're talking business. I, I remember one time my buddy, or this guy that I worked with, he's, he's, not, he's not my buddy. Yeah, I worked with him at the, at the dealership with, at Thompson. And, yeah. and me and Brian Herman and him were talking about just nothing. And he's like, I got to uh, I gotta leave early today. And I'm like, oh, why? What do you have to do? He's like, got to get back down to the city and uh, work on some paperwork. Paperwork. Got to get some paperwork done. And we're like, wait a minute. What do you mean paperwork? You mean college applications? 
He was like, well, yeah, yeah, college apps. I was like, oh, paperwork. Paperwork. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. It's like what you, It's like the excuse dad gave when you didn't have to go to your boring like school recital. Is dad <sighs> coming tonight? Now he's got paperwork to do. Oh, Matthew, I got light. paperwork. And then that was a, such a vague term, and you're like, well, dad's the one that's making money to raise us, so we can't like tell dad to not raise us. But dad can always make the sports games. Isn't JC it? had no problem coming to the baseball games, but when it was Sister Linda Jean's flute recital at 7 p.m., Dad's got some paperwork to do, and I get it. I'm going to oh. do the same thing with my kid. I got paperwork. But isn't that strange because you really don't have actual paperwork? It's like when someone that. says, check the tape, you know? Yeah. There's no tape anymore. Nothing's no. on tape. It's all digital. Let's tape it. Let's tape that tonight. Yeah. Oh, my Betamax doesn't exist. That should be the next, because you remember there was TiVo? I don't know if that exists anymore. Yeah, I guess like variations of it do. But TiVo is like a third-party thing you had to buy in your right. recorded ahead of time. And then DVR, but people still said tape it. And people still say TiVo. I know like, yeah. like I TiVo'd it. And it's like even though it, you know, you're just DVRing it off your uh, Time Warner account. But the, you could never amazing. seriously say, oh, I've got a lot of paperwork. Because I got a lot of paperwork. You, you don't. You're not. We're not using paperwork. Can you um, do a show tonight? I got. I got paperwork to do. Some people still paper. print out. They back up paperwork. Paper right, paper paper. Copy. I got paperwork, Johnny. I got, got paperwork, paperwork in my pants, Johnny. I got a paper cut. I got an e cut. What is that? I just slashed my hand against the keyboard. Paperwork. Paperweights. So who has paperweights? We were, what? Oh, <laughs> Do you, do you have that many papers offices. you need a weight to hold it down? Because it's and what gusts of wind are blowing <laughs> through your cubicle? You <laughs> Santa Anna's are coming. I got the pyramid account. I have uh, five fans blowing at all at once uh, at me. I am uh, six hundred pounds <laughs> and I tend to sweat a lot. Oh, the air conditioning you have set at an average of sixty-seven degrees. I still need the fans blowing me down. <laughs> I have. 360-degree pressure wind fans on my north, east, south, and west, and 180-360 cubitas, which means I'm actually floating in the air by equal pressure like an astronaut. Can you please get down from there, Clark? No. So my desk is windy. It's windy. I need a paperweight. What's the paperweight? It's a rock that my son painted. That is ugly, sir. That is ugly and ugly and ugly. It's really hard to fuck up painting a rock. Your kid did. It's really hard to fuck up painting a fire truck, but your kid did. It's got hair on it, apparently. You throw that rock out the window, and then you follow it. Yeah, I was going to say, throw the rock out the window, and then leap after to chase it. But I'm on the 17th floor. Better make it 18th. Head first. That's the point. Tweet us. Tweet us. The underscore podcast yeah, so so friends' jobs are very vague because nobody really knows what they do. And if they do, it's not interesting enough to talk. It's boring enough to talk about your own job, you know, unless like you're an astronaut right. or something. But you, to talk about somebody else's, what does John gonna, do? It, uh, he helps people. You're going to get into terms within like the second or third sentence that people aren't going to understand. Like, yeah, I had, I had a 115 head count uh, last quarter, and I'm hoping to increase that by 55%. I just <laughs> need to increase the uh, client base that we have now. Uh, we're going to go after a couple MSPs and uh, VMSs and hopefully, uh, you know, increase the, the TOA. 
Yes, the pipeline is now expanding. There's now an oil of VMSs running through it. Vocational medical services. Pipeline I, is jellied and lubed. Yeah, I was going to say. Buttery you, slick. You and I are, right, are setting them up and knocking them down. Everything you're saying, man, I'm thinking we are in tune. You just, you just blew my mind. You know what? All right, let's start recording. Unless people, let's do Now we're loose, let's do it. Unless somebody, unless I'm in the sphere of somebody that works with me, and we're talking about work. I don't even like talk about my own job in detail because no. I'm not. I'm like you don't care. No. You know, I'm like I do IT stuff. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with charity. Like I help people. I do. I do all. Kind, I wear yeah. all kinds of hats. It's, yeah. What are you doing? You know, like I don't really want to get into specifics because they don't care, and I don't feel like rehashing my day. I want to, you know, relax and watch the Phillies pound the Marlins and have a couple beers. Grand salami. Oh, that was great, man. Lord I Franco. Just that. Yeah. Love it. Um. Yeah, it, it it's weird. Uh, it, it I could go down the list of all my groomsmen, and just give you like a one word answer. Actually, some of them I don't know what they're doing at this point. At this point, but like it's like Agno, he works for uh, Comcast. Dewitt, Comcast. McShay, Comcast. <laughs> Smith, he works for some company that's owned by Warren Buffett. Uh, Kev Smith owns his own thing. He does uh, containers. Uh, Scotty, again, used to work on the radio. Don't know what he does now. You just say he used to work on the radio. What yeah. does he do now? He, he listens to tapes of when he was on the radio. I did a podcast with him for a year. Natalie's like, can you turn that off and feed the kid? I'm listening to the 11205 Penn State show. I'm listening to it now. I don't know why he talks like Ben Stein. He doesn't. He's a very animated guy. Oh, yeah. Big dude, like too. He's, he's cut, man. He's real wide. Got yeah, like a Ninja Turtles physique. I think steroids. Yeah, I think steroids. I'm, I'd actually like, I'm going to send a container. Maybe your buddy who does the containers, different kind, I know, but it's part of the joke, can send him a container to ship some piss back. We can test that. So I'm starting to think a little Conseco action's going on there. He's expanding. Yeah. But yeah, so the, the tweet us. Let us know what you think about jobs. Do you, uh, you know what your friends do? On the other hand, if it's something I do know they, what they do, I have that one moment of, like, if it's, like, a family member saying, what does Jen do or something? I'll, I'll kind of, like, go off on a limb because I'm like, this is one I actually know. Like, this yeah. is the one person I know what they do. So I'm like, hey, cut insurance brokers. Basically, the PNC carriers move it in, and they fill out a 404 form, and that goes back to corporate, and that gets approved. And they're like, Matt, I, ju- I just, I, I, I'm getting a beer, and I saw you, so I had to say hi. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, money for Christmas, please. I'm instantly regretting being polite. Uh, random random tweet here at us. Do you guys remember the Say by the Bell episode where Mrs. Belding gives birth in an elevator for the, uh, yeah, like in the school? Do you remember that episode? I, I completely, Not at all. I completely forgot that episode. I think it was when Kelly and Jesse were gone and Tori was there instead. Remember? Yeah, Dick that gets a little foggy wife. when that comes on because that was towards the end of the show. Yeah, you know, Corey was kind of hot with the leather jacket, but not, but not it wasn't. And you were older too at that point. It wasn't like three right. years before when you're coming of age, when you're in your stand by me phase, when you're just dead bodies of tracks. Gentlemen's talk. I don't remember that. Yes, the the GT. Six to midnight. Oh, six to midnight. Six to hello. Yeah, no, Straight I don't up. remember that episode. I do remember the episode when Belding's brother 
became Rod. Remember, he was the cool building. Yes. And remember the line at the end when he like stood him up for a stewardess. They still called him stewardesses then. Yes. And he's yes. like, "I'm sorry, I let you down." And and Zach Morris goes, "Well." We got the better building. And they all kind of gave the thumbs up and grabbed camping gear. To me, that would be awful. Going on a camping whitewater with your principal and your I'd be like, come on. Building was the greatest principal because you could, like, manipulate him so easily. I mean, all day yeah. long, they just, like, made him look like a fool. Right. If yeah. you go back and rewatch it, it's like, uh, none of my principals were this stupid. I could never really fuck with them this no. bad. And then once in a while, when Zach did the fourth wall timeout, Belding was like, you can't escape this time like you did last time. They, they kind of acknowledged that he disappeared out of thin air <laughs> in one episode when him and Slater were fighting. But they never like brought yeah. it up because that, that wouldn't fit the show. But they're like, you can't escape like you did that wild last time. It's like, but what did he do? Why aren't you like, <laughs> acknowledging this and calling like scientists? How is this not like the main plot for the rest of the show? Zach literally disappeared yesterday are we all just going to ignore it and go about our day it let's just let's worry about the detention let's not worry about him disappearing and the fact that he's messing with like time portals you know he's like messing with you know, well like he's stopping time oh yeah oh yeah i mean we're talking like quantum leap here i remember the one time he did the timeout and like kelly and and, and jeff were together and he like before he said time in, he took a piece of paper and put it like between their faces. Oh he yeah, like, time I in. That. He ran out of Belding's office. Rod Belding with the cool long. But he cut hair. Jeff's head off. He yeah. cut Jeff's head off during it. It's like whoa. He really because I guess time out. They don't know. Dude, Netflix should they should do like an R-rated Save by the Bell where like Zach just goes time out, stabs Jeff in the ear, <laughs> walks Stab out, him. time in. Oh my gosh, Jeff. Jeff, I've met Mr. Belding, Richard Haskins, before. I had a good chat. He's a nice guy. He's kind of, kind of a big dude, you know. He uh, drinks, and eats a lot. Does karaoke at Dimples uh, in Burbank a lot. I think. Kind of sad, actually. I think no, it wasn't Scardi. It was this guy that I had. We had on the Brilliant Show. He said Mr. Belding looked like the guy who was always meant to be fat. But because he was on a TV show, he like probably worked out like so hard every day, and it Ooh, barely yeah. kept him together. Yeah, he was kind of coasting. Like <laughs> behind a, every scene, there were like blood, sweat, and tears for hours. That he's like, I can't do this. He's doing push-ups, and then as soon as the show ends, he just like unfolds and just like becomes this whale of a man. Yeah, immediately it was like letting loose a rubber band on like some stale bread. It was like cutting a ribbon at a new opening. And the belly just came blubbering down. It was like putting one of those capsuled animals in water and then watching it expand. And then all of a sudden, like, it breaks and the thing turns into a dinosaur. An actual dinosaur. Man. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but yeah, but who? Somebody tweeted that about about building. I uh, just yeah, it's strange because we don't really talk about Say by the Bell that much. So time to change that tune. Welcome to the Save by the Bell hour. Yeah. Do you remember? Remember early, early Save by the Bell, like right after it changed from Good Morning Miss Bliss. Oh yeah. Like when Screech was still. Remember Screech like hit puberty overnight. He was like the skinny, short little like got, oh, nerdy yeah. guy, and he then was, he got like, like big. 
And then he got big, and he but he was still like the same character. But all of a sudden, he's like eight feet tall, and he's got like he grew into his nose and everything. But he was like this, he was like ten to eight, it was like Jason, you know, he's this little kid that drowns, right. and all of a sudden he's an eight foot man. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around him and Zach and Jesse and the principal all moved from Indiana to yeah. uh, California. Yep, geographically Indiana to uh, Bayside. It, it, it's so Everyone. straight. Good morning, Miss Bliss. And ironically, the school still had some of the same structural resemblance as in Indiana. You know, like some parts are different, but like the stairway and stuff was the exact same. Yeah, they had that opening, that opening shot that always had like the banner with that week's like upcoming events. You know, beat Valley every fucking week. They play Valley. It's a two-team division. That, what a terrible division! It was like a Tuesday, and like we're playing Valley tonight. We're living the same day. It's like Groundhog Day. It was they terrible. Didn't, they didn't play any other team. Ah. Uh, Let's steal gotta, the mascot. We got a tight one here. We got a speaking of sporting event. We got a tight one here in Boston. 85, 86, nine minutes to go. Boston leads over the Bulls. Um, and then, yeah, the stairs and then the lockers Ooh. on either side. That was You're right. the same shot, but just maroon lockers instead of like <laughs> blue. <laughs> did you see when uh, when Kimmel did the, um, or uh, Jimmy Fallon did the, uh, they did the reunion of that, and they reenacted yes. with oh the thing. Oh, my God. That was so And they all kind of looked the same except for Belding. And Belding came out, and you're like, how is – it was like the disappearing act. How is anyone not acknowledging this? He like, whoa, came, what happened? He just Can came. Can you still have your both feet? Saunter. It was really kind of weird. He just came like – it was like if a whale was a man and he kind of swam, walked into the room like a killer whale. In a yeah. And the theme music is like, boom, 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 boom. Okay, I remember in Zelda, the, the blobs in level three give you a yeah. lot of money. They're just gelatinous blobs blabbing around. He's a big wrestling fan, too. He's a big Haskins. WWE fan. Huge fan. Goes to the events like. Hi, wife. I heard that. I'm glad oh, you're home. I'm not let your cookies, Matt. Let your skips, Matt. Arkansas, Razorbacks. Bad of Yeah. Beautiful. Ooh. You ever see the movie Razorback? No. One of those creature features from the 80s. It's an Australian movie. Creature. It's about a creature feature. It's about a killer Razorback. And you're like, just a big pig. Like, just stay in the house. Most people down. That, I recommend that at night. Of the lepus, which is which are about giant killer rabbits, and it's so awful because it's the seventies. Oh. So like, it's clearly like a fake house with regular rabbits in there, but yeah. like a like a doll house. But uh. they make it look like it's supposed to be the real house. Oh. It's classic. I think I've seen that. It's gritty. And this is such a this is funny. I I I remember watching that movie. And I think at Agnew's house. You know, it was like seventh or eighth grade, and it was sleepover party. And it was just him and I. And, you know, it's where you, you stay up till four in the morning and you watch the dumbest, weirdest crap, just looking, waiting, hoping, praying for a boob slip, a nip slip. Oh, yeah. I know and, that well. You and I have done that many a night. And, and, right. And I remember, like, did the rabbits just kind of, like, fly at them and, like, eat them and bite them? Kind of like birds. I, I think so. Good. It's one of those movies. I was probably the same age. It was on, remember Prism? 
Yes. It was like on one Stars. of those things late at night. And it's one of those movies you watch by mistake. No one ever even like knows about it. You just see it on TV. Some, in the, some hot summer day, it's on. And I think I saw it. I was like, this is awful. And what was it called? Yippity? What? Night of the Lepus. <laughs> Night of the Lepus. What is a Lepus? I guess it's like the scientific name for a rabbit. Like L-E-P-U-S. Oh, gosh. Lepus. Like arachnophobia, but with rabbits. I get Arachnophobia it. wasn't a bad flick. John Goodman. Night of the Lepus. Let's hear Miriam. Let's go. Let's wait a school podcast. Oh, yeah, Night of the Lepus. <laughs> we can do a whole show. Speaking of those things, we got uh, Jeff Miller wants to come on in a couple weeks. He's filming, uh, he's doing a movie now. He's a producer. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's a tremendous job. He doesn't have anything to do with Fox News. Uh, he's doing a film with Denise Richards. And Misha Barton, and he does. He's a horror director, and he's done a lot of these creature films. So uh, he wants to come on, um, and uh, love to. We should save a lot of these movies on deck for him and get his opinion because he's seen them all. Oh I mean, he's seen. Night of the Lapis. This it movie poster is so amazing. The eyes. And it looks yeah. like someone messed up because one, there's only one eye in one of the like sets. Like it looks like I, I, I budget don't know. cuts. Budget cuts. We can't afford Night of that the Lepus. These funny like rabbit-looking eyes are just peering through the darkness, and this man swinging a shovel, just like you know, uh, and this blonde little daughter screaming, and Marilyn Monroe grabbing the daughter by the hand, trying to run away. It's and wild. Night of the Lepus. Out of the day. L-E-P-U-S. There was a lot of those uh, horror creature movies I saw growing up as a kid. Because they were on, you know, like in the summer, they were on TV. So I would, like, watch them during the day. There was one called Ants. And it was about, like, just ants. And they weren't, like, big ants. They were just, like, ants collectively, like, attack people. Yeah. One by one, hurrah. 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 The ants come up and one by one, hurrah. Hurrah. The ants go marching one by one. They're not going to have some fun. We all go marching down. The ants go marching three by three. Hoorah. Hoorah. The ants go marching me by me. Hoorah. Hoorah. The ants go marching no hassle listening to the podcast. We'll all go marching down. If you're still with us, um, check us out. Scarty put a new blog up today. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was I want to check it out. I didn't read it yet. He just posted it right when we were getting ready for the show, and I was in wardrobe getting my nuts fluffed, so I wasn't ready to come on out with those. By Coletti. Yeah, Coletti, the nut fluffer. <laughs> the nut jiggler. The nut cracker. Lying just south of the celestial equator, immediately south, south of the Orion, its name is Latin for hair, the lepus. So it's a constellation. Oh. You learn something every day, boys and girls. You learn something every day. Lepus as seen in Urania's mirror. Good old Urania's mirror. Yes, the old Urania's mirror bit if I had a dime for every time we heard that today. So so, uh, we don't know what Piscardi's blog was about? I'm going to guess it's about the Porsche Museum and something to do with hating Muslims. No. I can't back any of that up. But I, I think it has something to do with, with it's you know, automotive. He's like, a, he's like a Leno. 
without a big chin. I came up with a new, uh, a new game to play on my show. It's called uh, Cool or Lame. Cool or Lame. Brand new. It's my, uh, my idea. My idea. I took it. I'm doing it. We're doing that. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Uh, Night of the Lepus. We probably should start watching that. Everybody go out, check it out. Love it. My slice it. I actually got to see the movie Arrival. Arrival. Lord Katzen came on disgust. It was about aliens, but in oh, my yeah. opinion, I think it was the most original alien movie ever because for for once they're not like attacking us. Amy Adams, right? It was, yes. was it like District Nine kind of how they don't attack, they colonize, and kind of live. Know. I don't know no District Nine. Oh, not blasphemous at all, actually. But it's good. You liked it. I didn't see Arrival. I saw District Nine. No, District Nine. That's what I mean. I liked it. Yeah, it was a Peter Jackson movie from like I think 2009. It was good. Hmm. It was good. District de Nueve. Uh, We set you up for a blasphemous before the break. Arrival. um, It's been a while. Arrival. I got got some of the lines. Arrival was good. Because it's, yeah. it's about learning how to talk to them because they're not trying to fight us. They need our help. So okay. we are like, uh, we, what do you, what? And we start learning their language. Oh, interesting. We start teaching each other. Like the aliens teach us and we teach them like our language and we try to like blend it. So good. And Jeremy oh, Renner's in it. He's, he's always good. That's the one with Amy Adams, too, right? Isn't she, like, the interpreter in that? Yes. She's the one that kind of, like, figures oh, it all cool. out. I'd be on board to check that out. Speaking of films, did you see Shyamalan is doing a sequel of Unbreakable and uh, Split? And he yeah. said he always wanted those two universes to be together, and he's never done a sequel. I think this is, like, awesome. Oh, wait a minute. Now, wait just a fucking minute. Now, just hold your horses steady as steeds. Corral your Clydesdales. Pull back your palominos. Acquiesce your Appaloosas. <laughs> Quarantine your quarter horses. The fuck are we talking about? Why do I know that many horse references? No, I got one, but I can't think of the first word, and I'm so angry. <laughs> Exit your equines. <laughs> So, Split and Unbreakable are in the same world? Apparently, his idea were, were going to, yeah, they were going to be a, a sequel um, together. And he always had the idea to match Unbreakable and Split into, like, a third movie that combines them both. Whoa. Yeah, which I haven't seen Split, but now I have to. Well, because the main villain in Split could be like this just crazy villain. He could be, oh my God, he could be sick. Because yeah. you know, Unbreakable was kind of like a comic book uh, movie. It was exactly. Movie. It was like a real life comic book, yeah. you know? Without being, um, you know, too, uh, like overtly, uh, you know, this is a superhero. It was kind right. of ambiguous, but that's how it would be with Mr. Glass, and the, you know, polar opposite and all that. And it was just really. Unbreakable. I loved Unbreakable. I thought it was a great flick. Yeah. Brucey? Sammy? Brucey and 
Samuel L was in it, and he was just great. And Samuel. Knight did a little cameo. Of and, course. Uh, I remember yeah. when the, the train crashed in Philadelphia a couple of years back, the Amtrak clause oh, yeah. posted that link, and he's like, Bruce Willis was the only one found alive on board. And I, I was dying, and he got, like, lynched online. Like, oh. not funny. And I was like, that is the best joke, like, you've ever posted. Who did this? Claus. Oh, Klausinski. But yeah, so they're in the same universe, the Split and Unbreakable. And I just think it's going to be uh, great because, wow. you know, he's back. M. Night Shyamalan was on top of the world for like five years. He did oh, yeah. Signs. He did uh, Sixth Sense, of course, right. Unbreakable. And then like The Village was really successful. But then people were like, eh. And then Lady in the Water killed it. He did like all these shitty movies after Earth. But then he did The Visit. That and now we're like, he's back. Then he did, yeah, The Happening. And then he did Devil before that, and you're like, ah, he's still. I always thought he was great. I love, I love all his movies. He's my my favorite. Him and uh, Robert Rodriguez, are my two favorite. I think anything to do is great. But he, but then he's, but he's like back now. He's got all these critically acclaimed movies. Right. And he's kind of like it's nice to see again. He's not just like you know a washer. No, he's not just putting out these movies that like need twists to you know for him to like right. them. You know, like he puts together these movies that are just so like. Lame and it and the build up to it is well. There's a really crazy twist is coming, you know. Like yeah. Sit through all this weirdness like this: the Earth attacking us, the aliens coming, uh, uh, the lady in the water. Like, what's going on? Oh, this big twist yeah. is going to make everything. It's going to wrap it all up at the end. Right. And then that started like not happening, or it was like never. The payoff was never good enough, and now it's like he's coming up with just good ideas instead of good twists. Yeah, and he's he's being a little bit more uh, formulaic and conservative. He's not just like, well, let's throw a twist out there to do it. Right. I think I still, uh, the idea yeah. for Split is such a great idea. It's a great idea, and I still love that he films all of his movies in Philadelphia. You know? Stays true. Stays true. Stays true. Exactly. Stays whole. Keeps his zest. Keeps he must fighting. never lose his zest. Um, I like to jump into a little segment after the break that I like to call Driving Pranks. Driving Pranks. Driving Pranks. Which are actually pranks while you're driving, so you might as well call them Driving Pranks. Driving Pranks. Oh, but before really? we go, I need to bait you for a blasphemous. It's been uh, 18 episodes since the last. Really? Is that a fact? I, I pulled that right out of my arse. Right out of my case. Too. I want to ask you a few questions. Have you ever seen Gladiator? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, have you ever seen? Course, actually. It's a great flick. How about Stand by Me? Of course, I did multiple projects on that movie. Oh wow! With you William see Robin Gander, Hood Prince. Actually, one of them. Nice. Oh, great flick. Yeah. Oh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Of course. How about The Godfather Part Two? Of course. Only one stuff. How about The Sound of Music? I have. Uh... I have never seen the sound of music. Can you please repeat that answer? Never have. Never. Never, never will was the cherry on the cake. <laughs> kind of fucking cake is cherries. Which just set you up, young man. But I must say... Bum, <laughs> 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 
Jean Claude Van Damme just came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's the earthquake. We gotta kill it. <laughs> that was uh, that was the best blasphemous ever because there was machine guns at the end. Yes, and I just came in the pants from doing that. Tweet us, the Unscore Podcast. We're gonna take a quick break. Tonight's show is sponsored by Ryanine Fitness. Ryanine Fitness. No matter your schedule, your budget, or your goals, you can make them and be laid out perfectly. With Ryanine Fitness. John, is that Ryaninefitness.com? Ryaninefitness.com, Matt. We'll be back right after this. Bulls are blowing it. 89-102 Boston. 420 to go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bathroom pranks. Bathroom pranks. And this is Bath this is friends. the kicker, but this is a little ballsy. You got to be careful. You don't take a picture. That's disgusting. But you put your phone underneath there. And you, oh, you take a picture so it makes the click. Yeah. So like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And then you moonwalk out because they can't get up. You have at least a thirty second <laughs> head start friends. on them. Bathroom pranks. Bathroom pranks. Welcome to Air 35. It's going to be going all night long. So you better lube up your carousels, get your seesaw sanded, and hike up your boots, kiddies. It's about to get slicey. It's a party, baby. And it's going on all day long. All night long. White, hot, sticky, honey-esque, adhesive-like substance. Coconut butter. It's all the way down from your chest into your drawstrings. Drawstrings? Oh, oh, oh. Do you know what honey actually is? Honey is a pollinated nectar formed from honeybees. Yes, but how do they make it? They put together all of the nectars in a hive. And as it heats, it stews into a lubrication-like substance. Yeah, but how do they put it in the hive? Like, do they carry it in, like, their hands? They have it in their mouth. Yes! They throw it up! Yep, they agitate it. They puke. So, honey is basically bee vomit. What if I just started talking like that the whole the rest of the week and I couldn't get back and they're like, Son... Wow, wow, wow. Do you know how fast you're going? Uh, I believe you would have a more accurate description than I would, sir. I'm strangely aroused by you. Do you like cake? Yes. Do you like my ass? Yes. You want to eat cake out of my ass? Yes, please. You're not getting a ticket. My voice got me out of that one. You know how girls always like, my boobs got me out of the ticket? My voice is going to get me out of that. I wonder what it would be like if you just, you knew you were dead, you knew you got caught, the cop was going to write you a ticket no matter what, and you just put on that character. Yeah, yes, that's yes, my officer. I, uh, I was obeying the signs of the road, and then the light in the road changed on me last second, so I went through that red light. But it was because I was reading the signs. It's because I All was... All right, sir, uh, can you just crap. go home and not... Uh, drive anymore and not bother anyone? Yes. Can you stop doing that voice? 
No. All right. All right. We're back. We got uh, some split, split shows. We have like three shows in one tonight. Oh, my Quite gosh. Let's go podcast. We'll follow us on Snapchat at Nerd.35. And, uh, yeah, we have like a split show from last week. We're starting this leg off, second leg of the first leg tonight. And then Biscardi will be joining us at the break. And uh, kind of a packed, juicy kind of show tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, when is Biscardi set to join us? Because, I mean, it seems like he's awake. All right. You know... I was wondering that myself, and rather than a direct ask, I always feel like I need to inspector gadget things together. And uh, the way well, he said a couple hours ago, he was off in four hours. Right. He said midnight Eastern time. So. So maybe he's at work right now talking to us. I think he's off in forty minutes from now. The red. Off in forty minutes. All right. Well. I think so. I have to stay up till midnight anyway because Heather's brother is sleeping over tonight, so I have to let him in. So. You know, let's just let the cards land where they may, as they say. In we'll De- see where it Deuteronomy. takes us. We'll put this sailboat in the water, and we'll just see where the winds blow it to yes. podcast land. But we got some good topics tonight. I'm really excited about these. I know. We have a thick, juicy, loaded tomato, potato uh, tonight of, of a chèvre. We have a boiled, granulated, diced, heated, steamed, and sautéed Asparagi of the show. I mean, several asparaguses. Asparagi, asparagi. Multiple asparagus tips. Do you eat asparagus with a fork or with your hands? My hands. Okay. See, I do the hands at home. I do the fork at a restaurant. Yes. Fork at a restaurant, of course. Actually, you know what? It depends on who I'm with, which actually could be pretty much anybody. I eat it with my hands because it doesn't, it's a little stringy. And I don't believe you should use a knife to chop up a vegetable. You know, you should be able to take it with a fork. And That's what that man, man has done since the dawn of time. You take it off of the vine and into the mouth it goes. And you're trying to cut it with the fork and it's just not happening. So I just yeah. pick it up and I, just, I eat it like a french fry. Yeah, I think it's like a celery stick. You know, you don't yeah. have to pick it with a fork. You, you pick it up. I think if, it, if it's melted into something, like if, it's, if there's a memory of asparagus... And it's like all buttery. You don't use a fork. Like I'm not gonna put my hand in like a stew. <laughs> I got bit with my hands down there. You're scaring all the kids. Why? Why are you even at this restaurant? Then you start picking like everything out of the stew, like piece by piece. Like oh, the sloppy piece of potato. <laughs> no, no, no. You eat that with a spoon. But then. Fork. But you eat that with a spoon. But then, Clark, that's a shovel. That's not even a, a, a eating utensil. It's like one of those little like Lego shuttles, yeah. shovels. It's but, a hoe. but, but the uh, yeah, I just was curious about that. I heard somebody were talking about that the other day. That's and, um, that's interesting because you know what? At restaurants, they normally give you like the real skinny asparagus, and yeah. I feel like at home when I buy it at the store, they're thicker, so I just pick them up. But when they're that's skinnier, true. you can give them the chop. They're a little juicier at the store. Right. A little bit more robust, more like wholesome. our show schedule tonight. Yeah. Yes. So what? Wait a minute. I I didn't really pay attention to the schedule. I just zipped right down to sports with John because there was a lot to cover. State of the Union May two year anniversary podcast kickoff month. That is insane. Two years of the podcast will kicks off tonight. Dos años. Dos años. So in a month. Zwei years. Zikadochkleven. I only know Spanish. I don't. I, I don't know what that is either. Um, it's me having a stroke. So on the thirty first, a lot of stroke jokes on the show. It'll be the. T- <laughs> Gotta calm it down. You're asking for some bad karma if we don't nip this. 
<laughs> Nip this. Um, yeah, I want to do a quick segment about the state of the union of the show. Okay. I'm pulling it up now. Shady, come on. All right. So, I, you know, I like the... I like. I wanted to do a little segment real quick. It's just off the cuff. There's nothing written. Ad hoc. Sound effect. It's ad hoc. We know whenever you watch this presidential State of the Unions, they give just bits of progress and what they need to do. It's never really like, we're going to start with a four-point plan. Bill here, is, it's just kind of like broad strokes, and it's always good, and everyone cheers. Right. So I wanted to kind of give a, a bit of a quick State of the Union of the show. It's basically a, a country pep rally. Exactly. You know what? I've never heard of that. It's great. Yeah, it's, a, it's a country pep rally. It's really all they do. They don't really say anything. They just say, like, you know, God bless the USA. Yeah. yeah. This morning there was tuna fish for lunch. Yesterday, you know who I saw? Who, who do you think I saw yesterday? Uh-huh. I saw Hulk Hogan, the real American <sighs> hero. I am a real. Yeah, it's like rally days. You just yeah. get, you get in the zone. Yeah. So uh, I was going to give just say it's two years since we've launched the PodCastle on May 31st, 2015. Unreal. And the state of the show is strong. <laughs> My fellow listeners, we've gone from guests like Sean Kanan to Jacare, Corrado. To Ryan Manuel, and there's more coming up. We've covered the election, and we've covered the run leading up to it with both Biscardi, John, myself, and Claus left after only one show. This morning at the doctor's, I found a lump, which they say might be benign. I've accidentally ingested some kerosene, which looked like potpourri, but I thought it was apple juice. Paramedics are here, coming here now, but I don't think they're going to make it on time. Why is everybody clapping? We um, actually had That's enough the, of that shit. We actually also failed to mention that we had a guest uh, on two separate occasions. We had Caitlyn Jenner on, and she died uh, during the interview and came back to life yes. twice. Miraculously, came back. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty incredible. She's like a regular caller. Yeah, we got to get her back in. She's pretty good. So it's two years, man. Can you believe that though? Two years since we launched. The show, and we're at just about 160 shows. It's amazing. It's really amazing. I don't know what the math is there. 160 shows in. I was trying to think of a two, and I quickly gave up. 650, and I, I already lost. Already gone. Um, I uh, I'm I'm getting ready. I'm kind of like eyeing uh down. I'm narrowing down. Uh, who I'm gonna go after to sell this show to. Um, because uh, my mind jumps. I go from serious. I go from a local affiliate of ESPN down here. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I, I, it's not something I, I'm going to rush into because it's, it's just fun to do anyway. But eventually this thing's going to be 
all over the, the country. And uh, I just have to find out who's going to be the lucky winner. All over the Twitter waves. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think as far as when you talk about a, a radio program, a podcast, if you will, when you talk about honesty, scruples, content, scruples. Mora- morality. Wait a minute. What are scruples? Like guidelines, sort oh, of a moral code, morality, and the integrity of the show and our appearance. We need to take that into consideration and then throw it right out the window to whoever offers the most money. Matt, I need you to wear a dress and a diaper. We're going to give you an extra hundred grand a year. Done. 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 Are you sure the diaper has to be blue? I'll wear pink. I will sell out in a second. Oh, my Whatever gosh. Whatever you need me to do. Fox Sell. News wants you to be a Trump supporter on the air. I really I'm don't, sorry. I really don't believe him. I'll I give you 80 grand. Where's the camera? I don't, I don't get why they call it sell out. It's really cash in. Cashing in and making money. Right. Sell Have out. Have fun with your scruples and your trailer. Scruples. My day. Scruples on my day. I'm Yeah, but who's going to go to? I was thinking that too. Like KFI. Out here is owned by Clear Channel, which owns like iHeartRadio. It's like a big Viacom thing going on. They all own each other. I at one time got paychecks from Clear Channel. Okay, there you go. See? Clear Channel kind of owns it all. Yeah. So it's a matter of like a a serious station, uh, Clear Channel, uh, one of their subsidiaries. But I got to tell you, there's so many. I'd be curious to know. You know better than I. I did some research lately. I did some search about shows on Sirius, and there are... Some really niche demographic shows like Ice Trucking at 4 in the morning. Yes. And they have like eight hosts on this show, yes. like eight different shows on this channel, I mean. Yeah. Do they get paid for that? Because we should be making like a million dollars a year if these, guys, if these guys have a deal. Or do they just kind of give it to anybody? Uh, it's, dude, it's just where you start. And that's what I'm trying to like narrow down. Like I, I can't like uh, rush into this until I find the right person that – I'm just gonna beat over the head with demos and and sound clips and and you know literally emails. they don't hear it they just have a fractured skull <laughs> and shady uh, and that's uh, that's where we'll go we'll go from there because it's like you said it's all connected anyway yeah so I just, so have to just find opening the guy at doors the, top. the doors are all the same house you're just which one to open right it's a good analogy yeah beer is yeah. pretty good what do you have I don't have any beer right now. Oh. No, I do. I got a Miller Lite. Miller Lite, you love Miller Lite. Well, uh, you went switch to it, and then I found <laughs> you switched to Bud Light, and yeah. I'm like, I'm always one step behind. I can't. You know what? Now I can't drink beer anymore. Really? Dude, I had like, I always just pay for it in like the worst ways. Ah, uh, the Bud Bud. Yeah, like Friday night, I had like six or seven Bud Lights. Um, couple tacos that were homemade Ooh, um, combo. yeah my buddy's brazilian wife um made them for us i thought you were gonna say i had my buddy's brazilian wife i was like whoa well they're like that um hello very giving uh loving people and then i was at a that was friday night and then ooh, there's a big fight in the astros rangers game the benches are clearing holy shit whoa uh-oh whoa oh, we gotta whoa. we gotta get a clip of this Whoa, the coaches, the catcher, and they, that was a highlight. Um, so that was Friday night. Saturday night, Saturday at noon, I had to go to my buddy's daughter's first birthday party. 
and you know, right. they had food there and beer and snacks. So I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I, I feel okay. Have like a beer, a Miller Lite. Yeah. Have, have another one. I'm sitting there That's talking nice to my, my, our couple friend, Paul and Jess. They were, they were up partying the night before too. So they were like all hung over. He, <laughs> he's like ready to go. He's like, I had two cigars last night. I was like, oh my gosh, two cigars? That's a heavy night. Dude, that's a heavy night. Like, I can barely even finish one cigar when I'm loaded. Yeah, no, of course. So, cigars are, are like a once-in-a-while thing when you're with family and you're yeah. like by the fire. And you're like, let's have a cigar. All right, Dad. <laughs> that's it. Not two. No. So we're talking to them. I, I, I've had like two or three beers now, and I'm kind of like really loosening up. Next thing yeah. you know, atomic bomb is about to go off. It was like DEFCON 4, and I'm like mid-conversation. It's me and Heather, Jess and Paul, and we're laughing, and we're kind of getting a little buzz back, you know, the shampoo effect. Yeah, exactly. Shampoo. Shampoo. Yeah, it hits you right back. Like swirls it back up. Yeah. And I run. I run. I just get up from the table. Like, oh, yeah, you had two cigars. And I ran. And I get to the bathroom, and there's someone in the bathroom. Oh, for the love of James. Oh, for the love of Cockney, Uncle Jonathan's corn cob pipe. Oh, you see that hot cup of coffee. LeBron James's hairline. What do you do? So you have to make it up to the second floor at that point, right? Or this is a, a clubhouse. It's just one floor. So I just go in the stall with the person in the stall next to me, and it is... Normandy. It is just oh, bad. Man. It is just splatters. And uh it didn't it I knew when the the initial blast was done <laughs> that it wasn't over. And sweat starts dripping off my forehead, off my nose. Like I'm dripping sweat. I take my shirt off. I'm I'm dripping oh sweat my like I'm playing basketball, dude. Yeah, you're like giving birth. I'm like I'm losing it. I'm losing it. My stomach is killing me. Killing oh, yikes. me. Yikes. So I, after like 15 minutes, I, I gather myself and I'm, I'm shaking. I walk out. I find Heather who's outside calling me. I'm like, I am in trouble. She's like, you're soaked. Like I was sweating through my shirt. That's uh, a rough one. A go- like a golf shirt, like a nice shirt. I was sweating through it because we were at like a party. And uh, like forty year old virgin when he waxes his chest, he's like the blood coming through it, but it's sweat. What is John doing in there? (laughs) Spotting through, and uh, I'm like Heather, I'm in trouble, and I don't think it's over. Uh, I just I'm gonna warn you. I think the second try of this is gonna end it. She's like, well, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna? I'm like, I'm just gonna have another beer and force this thing out. I'm just gonna (laughs) keep running through. You have to, yeah. You got to let it do its course. That's what I did, and I just, dude, I just don't, I can't drink beer anymore. It's either like hard alcohol or wine. Hey, that's good though. It's a way to do it. Beer, it's a lot of empty calories. You know, it's good, like a ball game here and there, but right, that's have what a good sucks. wine. I really enjoy beer. Yeah, it really doesn't enjoy me. Well, it's mainly Bud and Miller Light. Right. Maybe it's the beer. Maybe you should switch to a nice Guinness. When I drink a fat tire or longboard, I don't have usle upi pay. That's what it is. Yeah, you got to get drink some of those craft beers. Maybe <laughs> go down to Austin. Yeah, but then I'll be like, you know, you go to SeaWorld. Two thirty in off. six months. Yeah, be, yeah. I'll be an obese. 
Yeah, she'll be a, a fat tired. It'll just get wild. Hey, I gotta I gotta share this funny thing. Do you do you remember I listened to the show again last night? It was like a year ago. We talked about the Ryan Buds fiasco. With oh, yeah. the, how complicated that trivia was. Oh yeah. Well I saw on Facebook Douche. today, buddy of mine, Dave, good dude. I guess he's still like friends with Ryan, you know, which is cool. I've never spoke bad about Ryan to him because I don't want to like create that rift. Yeah, what's the point? So he doesn't know that I, you know, I was like, Yeah, whatever. I it's have some friends. I have some friends that well, some enemies that I share a mutual friend with. <laughs> oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's see, that's interesting. That's Ryan. I don't, I don't, I don't really think like I have any enemies. It's like people I don't like. I'm not like that's what I actively mean. fighting enemies. anyone. You know? Like I feel like that Ryan Buds thing moved on. I still don't like the guy, but I'm, you know I don't hold any grudges. But I feel like I just don't want anything to do with him anymore. But I guess some friends because he's a comedian in L.A. And believe it or not, it's like a small world with that like you yeah, know of you, you, any of comedian circle. friends you have like 47 mutual friends and they all know because they all do the same clubs all the time so like right. dave is friends with ryan and i saw that dave's like i'm hosting bingo to bingo with buds tonight oh, no. and i'm like he's doing bingo now so <sighs> i'm trying to think of how complicated this is like the b is a the b-i-n-g-o is a haiku and you must look at the haiku letters and calibrate it by the fourth triple pi of a 3.21 axis and if it lands, like, because I know, and I'll make this quick, but I know, do you remember how complicated this trivia was? Yes. It was like five audiovisuals. I just didn't believe he would ever be able to pull it off. And, a, and I guess I haven't seen anything from that, so maybe that venture failed. But bingo's the thing now. First of all, who's playing bingo? Like, trivia is fun, but who's really playing bingo, like, at bars? B-I-N-G. Yeah, trivia is way better. Trivia is like a but thousand make it simple. Times, but how complicated is this bingo? I, I have to, like, go in there as a mole yes. in one of Dave's shows. Yes. I don't even have to dress up in disguise, but I want to just for the bit. Where? where I'm just like an old man. Like Mrs. Doubtfire, maybe. Yeah. Clark, Ryan's not even here. Why are you dressed like that? Hello. <laughs> so I, I, I just can't imagine how complicated this bingo is. It has to be something ridiculous. So I'm going to get to the bottom of it and update it for the show. If you haven't listened to the show, it's called Talladega nights or something uh, uh, yeah. last year but it was right around this time because you're going to Talladega this weekend right. and it was a year you just got back from Talladega last year okay yeah it was like Talladega nights John's recap of the, the sexual crazy bit. weekend and Ryan Buds makes trivia complicated so I imagine he's just making bingo complicated like what does that sound like like He's he's he never gets That's bingo because he's just doing it wrong somehow somehow <laughs> oh, like only in reality, those. yeah, in reality, it's probably just normal bingo. But in my mind, like, I'm going to be so let down if it's not something complicated, just knowing him. Yeah. Like, he has to fuck it up somehow. N36. <laughs> N36. Then it'll be like N205. What? It's only double you know, digits. You know what it would be? You know how there's, what is it, five rows down, five rows across? Yeah. This is probably like 50 rows down and 50 across. Right, right. And it's like one of those whiteboards. That's the side, you know, like the white paper like that you rip board. off. Yeah, the easel. It's yeah. like the size of that. They're like, we can only fit one at a table and it's crushing our drinks. You know, it's it's got to be something. And it's all digital. You have to download an app and pay for it probably. That's that's how he would but, screw it up. It's funny. But yeah. Binga. The card would say binga. Binga. He never calls an, an A. <laughs> binga. Sir. <laughs> Sir. 
But yeah, back to the. Uh, then I want to get Renaissance Renaissance Fair thing. I got funny. I got a tremendous story about the Renaissance Fair. Oh yeah, Renaissance Fair. I've you never been to one. Always have wanted to. They have one like all the time here. Really? I, yeah. yeah like, I, I, I would like like to go. I, I've been to one once for a class trip in eighth grade, but it's it, it was cold and it was school, so I I didn't have the best time. Right. But I'd imagine now that you could drink beer and you know oh, yeah, I, the kings and all that stuff, it'd probably be a lot of fun. At a jousting. Jousting. Yeah, serious, jousting. The, horse riding. The, the serious, yeah, horse riding. Uh, ball, scrotum shaving. Dueling. The serious uh, XM thing. I just thought of something. I was I want to bring this up, and I'll move on from it. But the, when I was talking about like KFI and those local channels. Oh yeah. I listened to these shows. Uh, just to get a feel of what other people do. And I listen to like other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And obviously I'm biased because it's our show. But I'm telling you, man, the podcast, the material we put out, the schedule, the schedule, is like a lot better than a lot of these shows I hear, not only on the radio, but on Sirius. I, I hear all these channels and I'm like, dude, if you have a channel on Sirius, we, we should have like eight spinoff channels ourselves. The problem Obviously biased, is the, the, it's bizarre. No, and I, I, uh, I'm biased too, but I'm not an idiot. I, I know what good radio you is. You know the radio, and I right. know what bad radio is, and I know what nerds who know how to hook this shit up and flood it through the internet with, with they pay for likes and they pay for subscribers and they get enough of a boost and they do a niche thing like Star Wars or, or you know, just nerd stuff, TV shows, movies. They pick one thing. And that's how they're relevant. That's what it is. But they're low. They're so hey, they're the so play. talky. They're not. None of them are really funny. No. I mean, not none of them, but there are very few that are actually funny. Most funny ones are the comedians that are famous. Yeah, like Adam Carolla or Joe Rogan. You hear those guys. They're yeah. great. But you're right. You hear a lot of these like nerds that have these shows. Uh, like the Podcastle. There's actually another podcast called the Podcastle. And it's like a fantasy one. Oh, it's a fantasy no. one, like 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 about like, like castles and dragons. World of Warcraft. Yeah, uh. World of Warcraft will never get you laid. You're level five dynasty. You're level six mage. Mom, I'll be down for dinner in a second. Because World of-, of Warcraft will never get you laid. Your podcast sits there. Your steady steeds all stayed. And, and then, but you listen to these guys, and it's like you said, it's the chatty. Kind of know it all. Oh yeah, like like <sighs> nerdy, like uh, Big Bang Theory, but not cool. Right, kind of thing. Not funny. Like, well, the, the way the problem is with and there's a film. I'll just throw this out. There's a film podcast called Epic Film Guys, and these guys are really good. But but for every one and, film podcast, there's a billion really bad ones, and I feel like that's a kind of a ratio for podcasting. Like for every good podcast. There's like a million bad ones. I know oh, yeah. so many comedians right. in L.A. and friends that have do, do a podcast. They kind of give up after a month. Right. It's shot in a phone. There's no music edited in. And, no. You know, it's, just, it's weird that they get these. these I, I want to see what shows that are current right now uh, have the numbers, at least, have the volume that we have. That would be interesting to see. Who's done 160 shows? Because I don't think it's like that common. That would be like yes. a good stat to start with. I'm on it. Yeah. It's like, yo, you don't said you most podcasts give up after seven. If we've done 162, that uh, there's something going on here. <laughs> right. Something, something's brewing. Some sort of juiciness. Uh, well, isn't that special? Yeah. 
you said didn't you say tell me once that most podcasts give up after like six shows? Yeah, five seven shows. Six or seven or five is like the average. Claws gave up after one. Yeah, right, we're, exactly. We're, we're here. No fault to him. I mean things happen, but hundred and sixty two. It's pretty good. I mean, when did we do the first Nerd thirty five? It was like the third or fourth show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh the third show. Real quick, real subject change shift here. Yeah, I please. To, I wanted to give a oh, shout yeah, out and a congratulations yeah. since we're speaking. We're talking about our show and our listeners to a very loyal listener, um, Lauren, who just had her second child, Ooh. a delicious little girl <laughs> named Farah May. Oh, pretty name. Farah May. Sounds now, like a financial agency. Yeah, Farah May is really cracking down on the IPAs <laughs> on Wall Street. No, that's congratulations, Lauren. Thanks for listening to the show. She always gives me the good feedback. Um, Farah oh, May. So her. speaking of the, of, of the name, uh, it's a great yeah. name, I think. But there was an, another name that she had in mind that she was a little hesitant about. Right. And I... got my dick swinging? If you... If you ever have a name that you, you know, to name a child, that you thought was a little on the weird side, not weird, just a little on the unique side. A little on the peculiar, a little light in the ruffles. Would you hesitate to simplify it to make it easier? Less weird? On the kid and less unique because you don't want to have to go through, like, teaching them to stand up for their unique name, which obviously is a thing. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. I would not hesitate to to make it easier. Make I, it easier. I, I would want them to be comfortable. I would never give a kid a name like Pizza, or McDonald's Corrado, or uh, or I'm not Jeffrey. Reveal the name because she, I don't Jeffrey. know. I don't know if she wants it to like you know keep secret or use it for another kid maybe. But uh, I just said, I remember Will Farrell was on Letterman once, and he was like, you know, you named you just had your first son, and and he goes, yep. And Letterman's like, what did, what did you name him? And, and Will Ferrell says, Maximus. And like Maximus. the crowd kind of like laughed and Letterman kind of like giggled. And Letterman's like, that's not like a very common name, right? And Will Ferrell's like, well, no, it's not. But he's going to be so proud and so excited that his name is Maximus. And he's the only one named Maximus. And he's oh, just going to like own that name. And, and I was like, that's exactly how you have to look at naming your kids. Like even if it's True. weird be proud of your weirdness. I mean, that's that's like the key to life. It is. It you is. Know? And I think today, I think today in a lot of regards, a, 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 a unique first name is not something that you get made fun of. It's kind of, a, if you have a pairing of a first and last name that's bizarre, like, right. like you know, Dick Penis, and you're like, that's kind of funny. But, you know, you meet people with a weird South name sometimes, West. like Trinity or, you know, uh, something else. And you're like, okay, no, I get it. Like, it's cool. It kind of makes you unique. You know, I'm trying to think of someone I know with a unique name, and I always envied them because I was like, "Oh, your name is so different than everybody in here. You're they're gonna remember it right away." Like my well, buddy's yeah, you're doing a thing. My buddy's daughter, she's in uh, college now. She, her name's Sky. Like, okay, S K Y E. That's what I thought. Yeah, beautiful. That is a pretty name. People always repeat it. They go, Sky? Sky. Yeah, Sky is my name. What's your policy on the name Noah for a girl? Now, very interesting, because I'm a huge fan of boy names for girls. 
Yeah. You're it's listening Terry. to the Nerd 35 Podcastle's uh, baby name talk. Twins. Uh, but up. I, I don't know about Noah for a girl. I don't think I don't like it. Yeah, I'm 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 on the fence about it. I mean, I just can't get past Noah as a, a, a an, an old man with the arc and the, the baldness and the white beard. But <laughs> if you think about it, it's a pretty name, Noah. Like, and Noah. you know, you're an animal guy, so love animals. Noah's Clark. Noah Clark. That'll it, be the name. It'll it, be like Noah Clark. Noah's Clark. Yeah, Clark's Noah Clark. Clark. That'll be the name. Like like Noah's Ark. It'll be like I have two of everything, and it'll be like oh, your dad's here to pick you up. What does he have two of? He has two warrants for his arrest. Oh. I mean, he has two dragons. Um, yeah, but no, it's kind of a pretty name, right? I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I love it. Play it. Uh, Jonathan, may I crowbar in the Renaissance bit for a second? Sidetrack big time. Sorry. Tell me. No, no, no. It's the nature of the beast. I know. I don't know why I apologize. It's the nature of the beast. No. Nature so the Renaissance fair. I had a buddy this weekend. Go to a renaissance fair in L.A. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he messages me. And he's like, man, this renaissance fair is so hot. Like he, 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 someone's having a heat stroke. And I'm just trying to think, like, I, the renaissance fair, is that still like a thing? I, I thought it was like an East Coast thing. I didn't know L.A. Um, oh, but yeah. he, he went there with like a costume. He's kind of an eccentric guy. Oh. So he had like a cape and all that stuff. I would like that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. But he had a heat stroke. So when he drove home, he drove home in the nude. And he sent a picture, not of anything specific, but like of the torso up driving. And he's driving nude and he's kind of loopy. And I'm like, are you kind of, are you kind of all right? Because you, you, know, you had a heat stroke. Maybe you shouldn't be driving. Right. He's like, man, people are going nuts on the 210 because they saw my junk. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be in the news. No one saw your junk. Like, you're, you're going to be that guy. You're, yeah. This is going to be in the news. Like, you should be hydrating and resting. And it said you're driving naked in the car. You're sitting in a 7-Eleven parking lot slamming Gatorades. Yeah, and calling someone for a ride. Yes. So he's all red-faced, yes. like Uber. sunburned, like Hellboy. And he's driving. And he's nude. And I just think either this is going to end out badly or this is going to be one of the greatest days of your life. You were living in the 15th century an hour ago. You got too hot. You're coming back, so you're still kind of loopy. You're now driving in the most restricted spot on the planet, L.A. traffic, probably and really, you're nude and you're free. He believes he's probably, like, time-traveled. Yeah. You know? Like he's on a horse. He's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like all of a sudden I'm in this machine surrounded by other machines. I think if we were still in the, I think if L.A. was oh a God. city back in the 1400s, yeah, still a machine, one of these flying death creatures. <laughs> I think if L.A. was a city back in the 1400s, there would still be traffic. There would just be, like, you know, horses backed up into other horses for, like, four miles, not moving. Right, like, exactly. They still can't get it right. Exactly. It's just like, come on. We'd just be, like, in line like you're waiting for a, a ski lift. Like, yeah. I'll just be like, dun, 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 dun. Idiots. It's all relative. Idiots. So you would do a renaissance fair? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, man. I, I mean, I wouldn't wear pants and get, like, a heat stroke, but I'd wear, like, shorts and a Yeah, you dress responsibly. And a cape and maybe, like, a crown and perhaps a sword. Perhaps a sword of Ben. I, I would name it. And, uh, yeah, I would bring a horn and get drunk. Dude, any activity to be outside and drink, yeah. I mean, that's All how so much money is made down oh, here. Oh, yeah. I mean, any outside event with booze in excess and sort of music, maybe. 
doesn't even have yeah. to be live. Trance. <laughs> Interpretive dance. DJ. The DJ names are just getting weirder and oh, weirder. Oh, gosh. Aren't they? It's like DJ Way. I saw one DJ Way. Like W-H-E-Y. Yes. Like he's kind of healthy. His, his music's healthy. <laughs> and it'll beef you up. DJ Protein. <laughs> Don't you feel it's bad? I feel DJs get a really shitty rap because there are obviously DJ DJing can be a talent. You're mixing the right yeah, sound in your yeah. mind with Hell the flow yeah. of the crowd, but that's so saturated. Because I have some friends that are DJs, and they say it's so saturated with people that just have a MacBook Pro and uh, an iTunes account that are like, oh, I can DJ your wedding, and they play like just songs, and there's no like oh, right. turntables or scratching there's or no any mixing. kind of rhythm. There's no yeah. mixing. It's just a playlist. It's gotta suck. And you if can you're like trying, download some like cheap app. To like blend them together in a kind of funky way, but that's really it. You're not like scratching or moving tables and feeling yeah. the room. Yeah, here's. What? Don't stop till you get enough of Michael Jackson. We're gonna fuse this with Little Red Corvette. All right, buddy. Uh, it works. You had a good DJ at your wedding. Oh, dude, I was the DJ at my wedding. I that I playlist was word for Same. word. It was line for line. He followed line it, for line. Followed it to a T. Tender like for tender. You want to uh, have a little sponsor break and then come back and see oh, yeah. if we can gear up the scots? Sure. What do you want to do? It's your, it's your, it's your world, Jonathan. We're all just living in it. Let me uh, peruse the shadow. Let's uh, let's placate the audience. By the way, if you're listening out there, which you are, then you might as well feed us. But if you're on Twitter, then you can tweet us at the underscore podcastle and on Snapchat, nerd.35. I haven't mentioned Snapchat in a while. I feel like I can give Snapchat some love. I've been doing some fun snaps, some good snaps. Some posting to your stories. Pretty much only Mac and Shady. Yeah, it's the way to do it. I thought you were going to say Mac and Cheese for a second. I was thinking... That sounds pretty good, too. Oh. Sounds pretty good, too. Up next, things people need to stop doing in 2017. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, wow. Yeah, there is an of dumb crap. Suggestions. Cool beans. One thing, I'll, I'll tease it with this. Beans. Here's one thing I think they need to stop doing. And I get it. It's a business. Beans. And it's entrepreneurship. And uh, as many vehicles as possible. But social media. Somebody mentioned this to me today. Uh, it's getting a little out of control with how many platforms there are. Originally, there was just Facebook, and then you had Twitter, and now there's Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Tumblr, uh, Reddit, Google+, Google Hangouts. It's just, there's like 80 Snapchat. accounts now. You have to just get in there just to be relevant. Oh, too many. I just follow the top five. Yeah, you just need to, to, to wean it down a little bit. Facebook just needs to buy them all, make it all Facebook. Somewhere yes. you can post your videos, do your updates, yes. message somebody, connect with friends. That's it. We don't it's need, it. like, everything. It's Pixlr. about time, Zuckerberg. Become the Disney of social media. Yes. Monopolize it. That's one thing I would be on board with for a monopoly, is just get it all in there. Snapchat, Tumblr. Nobody use Tumblr anymore. I saw somebody post Tumblr the other day. I think so. I don't even know what that is. I never John Bear, I guess. I kind of looked at it, and I just kind of, like, tumbled around. Yeah. I, I fumbled it. I stumbled it. I, and then I looked at it and I crumbled the way I was going to do it. Yeah, but then I started to talk about it. And I started messing up my words, so basically I bumbled the the application. Yes, and I dropped my phone and you fumbled it. 
And then, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, but social media, I feel like it's getting a little out of control. Need to wean it in, hone it in. Well, do you think Piscardi has something to say? Love for him to uh, slice into it. You want to take a quick uh, commercial break? Let's slice it. Bathroom pranks. Bathroom pranks. Um, all right, you go into the bedroom. Some guy, he's taking a piss. Stinks like hell. Some guy's just shitting all over the place. Oh, no. That's nature, all right? But I'm, I think it's kind of rude. So what I like to do is one of two things you can do in, in said situation. They can't get up. They're in the middle of something with their pants down. They're not chasing you, and they can't see you. Oh, no. You either take a wet pants paper towel. around ankles. And you gently lob it over the stall. <laughs> Bathroom pranks. Bathroom pranks. Bathroom pranks. See your video. I listen to this whenever I get dental surgery. Can you please suck up the spit in your mouth with this suction? From the Los Angeles jungle. What? It's gluten-free Kamala. Best intro to... music ever. It is. I want to go to Venice Beach and just play that and see if anyone gets it. I want to, like, just pull into, like, a 7-Eleven with my car blasting that song. With yeah. all my windows down, just south. Yeah, and like I guess I don't know how I'd be dressed. That would really like. I, I guess I I'd, I'd dress up like I was going golfing or something. Like, like you know, totally ridiculous. Like I don't fit any of what anything of what's going on. <laughs> Wear like my most expensive pants and shoes and shirt. I'm in my Corolla, listening to Ugandan jungle music. <laughs> I can't see your video. Can you see me? Okay. Yeah, I can see you. All right, good. that's weird. Hold on. Last, yeah, that'd be great to drive up and uh, what about show up. perfect. You see me? Drive up at a wedding, playing that. Coming out to a wedding, playing that. Oh, yeah. Oh. His handler, Kamala's handler. You never saw his face. Was he a black dude or a white dude? Well, uh, at first, that way, so uh, it wasn't like oh, he's a slave. At first, I thought it was Fuji or Slick. Oh, but then he had, oh no, you're right, he had like that guy, Kim Chi. He wore that mask and like the African <laughs> safari hat. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you never saw Kim Chi's face. Hmm. You never saw what it was, because he had to protect himself in case Kamala like bit him. He, <laughs> he had like the um, the gimp mask, almost, like the zipper lip, you know. <laughs> The zipper lip. You know, the gimp, the leather mask that, like, oh, yeah. bondage people. Yeah. Hey, I watched I watched the Chappelle special the other night. Did you you watch that? Ooh, 
right? Oh, yeah. It's good, man. It's tight. Mm-hmm. Tight. Talks about OJ, the first episode. It was great. Like four times. Dude, the whole first thing is built around the five times he met OJ. It was great. He, it would be like midway through, he'd hit a punchline, and then he'd go, and here is the time, is the third time I met OJ. And everyone went nuts. And it was such a, like, progression of OJ's life. You know, like, yeah. he met him when he was super famous, then he met him, like, right before, right after he was acquitted, then he met him, like, after he, went, he was in jail the second yeah. time. He was like the milestone of OJ's life. There's yeah. Dave Chappelle yeah. at a restaurant. It's funny. That was such a smart thing to do since OJ was so f- popular in 2016 to write his whole hour stand-up bit around the five times he met OJ. I thought so, too. Yeah, it was great. That's why... Uh, he's brilliant. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's definitely one. Of, he's in the top three. Did you watch stand-up. the second part? I started watching it. Yeah, I put it on, and I, it was getting late, so I had to, I had to turn it off and put it on Lost. Um, Stop it! Stop it! Are yeah, you watching it? It was good. I'm watching it. Are you? Chappelle, not Lost. Ah. I'm gonna fire up Lost soon. Never. I gotta, I gotta, I don't want to blow my load too quick on it. It'll <laughs> blow me away. You talked about it so good. I have such high no, expectations. No, no. See, now it's like almost too late. You probably should never watch it. Yeah, I'm just, the, the bar is set so high. Yeah. I no. hear like an arrow. I'm like, Jen, I can't take this. That's cutting himself of a loss. <laughs> they killed him. No. Smoke monster. The first, the first like main, main character death is pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Is it yeah, like graphic like, or, or like a gut punch where both, you're like, ah, I wanted them. It's like a very okay. beloved character and he gets mangled. Oh wow! Yeah, did they see. Do you see it coming, kind of thing? Or was it? Like yes and no. All right. Because All right, Jack, watch it. Jack saves see. everybody, and this one was kind of like uh, he. I can't. I don't want to spoil anything for you, but at one point, Jack is doing an IV from himself into the patient. <laughs> oh, hardcore! <laughs> yeah. Trying to keep alive. Yes. Is it a better show than Westworld or The Walking Dead? I mean, I know they're all different, but I think it's better than whole, I think it's better than Walking of, of Dead. I think it's better than Walking Dead, and I think it's better than Westworld. Yeah. How about that? Well, Westworld I know has got a lot. To, it's only been there's, one season, but and there's some parallels with Westworld and Lost. I've read that, yeah, and, and yeah. apparently The Stand too, which I'm a big fan of. Oh. Stephen King's The Stand. Well, it was there's Stephen like, King. Stephen King was the one who told them because he was such a fan because they're such, they're like you know mutual fans of each other's. He yeah. said like you you Bad need check. to write this. You need to write this like a book. Like you have to write an ending. And that's uh, when everything got shortened, and the last three yeah. seasons are like half the amount because it's you got to see everything like mapped out. Here's yeah, what we're doing here. Point B is here. We're gonna make it interesting to get there, but there's an end story in sight. Yeah, that's how it should be. Should be getting pissed. Yeah, I think that's how it should be with a lot of shows. A lot of shows, because they, they make money, which, you know, it's a business, obviously. But they don't really have a... Uh, a um... Oh, Larry Bird steps down again. You, you added a bunch of notes to the doc- docket. Uh, a lot of shows just keep going just, just for the sake of doing it. You're like, you need to respect it. You know, like, you need to do the Seinfeld thing. Quit when you're ahead. Get an end, end game in sight. Well, that's the whole thing with Game of Thrones. Like, 
Okay, so he says he knows the ending, but he hasn't written the book. He hasn't written the final book. Ah, it's all up in here in the closet. Right, but he can change anything he wants. So the sh- the TV show is ending in two more seasons, and they're like half seasons, like seven and six episodes. And, uh, you know, nice. they, they have it. They're done. It's very strange. It's going to be very interesting. Well, what are they going to move on to from now? That's the question. They're going to do a prequel. There's so many good shows out there. all the stuff that happened before Game of Thrones ah. started. They're going to do it the right way, a prequel. I always thought it's like a smart move, you know? You show the build-up. You don't yes. do anything drastic. Some spinoffs, I guess, can be done. But I feel like with a lot of spinoffs, you're like, I kind of want to watch the original now. It's kind of making me want to just see the other other stuff. Prequel, you're like, oh, I, yeah, the foreshadowing, like the whole Star Wars thing, you know? There weren't great movies, like- but... It was almost like why Titanic was so popular because people already knew the ending. So there was no disappointing ending because it's like you already know what's coming. It's like just give me a good story of something that I already know a lot about. It's a good point. Mm -hmm. More regular Shostak pretense, are we not? Oh, regular iambic pentameter, have we, shall we not? Oh, a regular Othelian scripture in the home. Oh, a regular AB, AB, AB pentameter segment and poetic justice man you are. Oh, don't call me a hitman because you're writing books. You might as well call him a witman like Walt. Oh, I just shit my pants. Yeah. It's interesting when they do that, though. When you see the shows do that, you set it up. You know what's going to happen, but it's all about the journey. Right. That's why I think the rewatch of Sopranos was probably one of the best ever because I already knew the dumb ending, and I just really enjoyed the character development and the plot lines and the execution. (laughs) Yes, you enjoyed all the uh, story arcs, plot devices, and character flaws, and that kind of weld together for a nice pie of entertainment. And especially... Especially the ending when Tony pinches Christopher's nose and just oh. lets him die. I was like, oh. he Dude, was just it was... a thorn in his ass. That was what was great about The Sopranos. They respected the, the moments of, of, they respected the kill, and they respected, they didn't just, they were like Sam Crow, where they just throw, oh, shoot up a hundred guys. They respected like these twists, and every episode not necessarily had a kill, but... When they did, sometimes they had multiple. It was like just the right time. That's why it's the best show ever. When Tony suffocated Joey Pants with the pillow. Yeah. I I hated him so much. And when Tony finally kills him, I was like, yes. Yep. And it was almost like he didn't want to do it, but he's like, I have no choice. You have to die. You have to die. And then his cousin. Yeah, when Tony does it. Serious. I was upset about uh, the Bashemi character. I wish he didn't get like one season and, and dead. I know, he was I good. I wanted more. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted more from Steve. Steve and his, those choppers. Those beautiful, those beautiful choppers. <laughs> Speaking of Steve Buscemi, it was the 25th anniversary of uh, Reservoir Dogs. Wow. And the LA riots. And oh. they were talking about the... Uh, Tarantino was talking about Reservoir Dogs. You, have you seen the movie Reservoir Dogs? Once. Okay, that's all you really need to say. In it. college. It's, it's like a good movie you watch where you're like, this is a landmark film in the sense that it's a good independent with really good dialogue. Right. It's not a movie you want to watch all the time, you know? It's no. like a one-shot. It's, it's very deep. It's very deep. It's like on the surface, uh, you're, you're kind of wondering why they're talking about this, and then you realize there's like all these extra things. 
So it's like a good flick. But, um, you know, they were talking about, Tarantino was talking about when he, when he made this, uh, he had dinner at Harvey Keitel's house. And they all, the cast was together. And he, when he drove home, it was the happiest time of his life because he knew he was going to be a filmmaker and this movie was going to make him. Um, and it's interesting about Tarantino because a lot of people think he's very overrated. And uh, I think, like, he's making some good films. And uh, he, he knows what he's doing. And I think he's a really good filmmaker. Oh my gosh, uh, but I dude. feel like it's his characters that really bring his film. I mean, he, he's an excellent guy at casting. I, uh, I know Scorsese and the guy who did The Doors. I can't remember his name. Kubrick. You know, all those famous directors, obviously Spielberg. But to me, there's Hitchcock and then there's Tarantino. Like, he is as new and as different and as... Uh, just unique. very different, and like fil- film students, like will study his work now forever. Tarantino and Hitchcock, like they they'll be like the pillars of film class because uh, they just reinvented so many things uh, uh, at once. Yes, yeah, like, they reinvented all at the same so time completely. And you can't say you. I don't think you can truly rate Tarantino's movies from like best to worst because they're no, all different. No, no they're way. all. I mean, you have like the Hateful Eight. You have uh, Death Proof. You have glorious bastards. You have Pulp Fiction. I mean, they're just they're just so Kill different. Bill, All the dude. characters bring so many different two. things. I Kill think Bill one and two. Those are my favorite. Those two. If those are great. So perfect. Great. So neat. Some the scene where she's with the samurai. The you know what's her name uh, in the snow. Oh, oh chop that head. music and everything. Yes, so good. Scardi's uh, oh, still yeah. at work. He just sent a message. He's, he's like just as confused as the listeners are. Greatest to the podcastle. Greatest a. the school podcastle. Yeah, but I think all his films are great, though. But I was reading that. They were talking about he's going to do two more movies and retire. That's not true. Yeah, I, I didn't think so either. No, That's what retire. they say. It's like people like that never retire. No. Like who has actually done thing. that? Because it's, it's an art where you want to – it's your life. You know? yeah. It's not like you have to do it to make money at, at this point. You can retire 10 years ago. You could uh, – you just have these ideas. You know? Scardi, I, I want to I expand. Yeah, like Warren Beatty. I thought he retired, but no, he was like – he won an Oscar the other day. Yeah. Where he didn't win an Oscar. Can't no, he, uh, he got some kind of recognition. Remember he was up there during the goof? He was a presenter. The, 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 uh, the gaff. He was there doing the gaff. Oh, he was just the presenter? So, I thought he was in the movie. What was the film? Like Moonlight or, or I don't know. Something. Moonlight. It's no Armageddon, but I watched that movie last night, Armageddon. That was fired up. It was on Netflix. I remember I saw that great, for the first great. time in the theater, and uh, I was with a whole bunch of dudes, and we all cried. Did you really? Yes. I, I saw remember. a bunch of dudes, too, and I think at the end it was, it was a little, little oh, misguided. When Willis sacrifices himself oh. for Aflac. Oh, it's brutal. He rips that patch off. No, Harry, no. No, no I love you. Oh. No, I mean, I want to have sex with you. I mean, I love your daughter. I mean, I want to have sex with you. Fuck you. NASA. NASA. Who's another good actor in that movie that... Billy Bob Thornton, he's a guy, he, oh, he even yeah. said he did it for the paycheck kind of thing. Right. Um, but he's like one of those great actors, you know? Oh, even in the Alamo, everything. which is 
like bombed. He was like great as Davy Crockett. <sighs> There's some movie with him where he's like this loser redneck, and all he really does is like sit around the house and like drink with his wife and sit outside and like tan. Oh, it's um, <sighs> Sling Blade. Oh, that is that what it is? <laughs> Sling Blade. I think so. Yeah, it's a good flick. <laughs> so in the nineties. Good. Yeah. So flick, annoying. Man. That's up there with like Deliverance, you know? It's like one of those rednecky hit kind of movies. Yeah. But, yeah it's so good. Yeah, it's like painful, but like you can't stop watching. Yeah. It's like a car crash when you're driving by it. You don't really want to stare, but you're looking for the corpse. You want to see it. Have you ever seen Deliverance? That's another one of those films. Isn't that a. Yeah, don't imagine. Squeal, pig. I rape you in the woods. Yep, squeal, oh. pig. And then isn't like someone tied to a bed and, and what's her name? Kathy Bates has a hammer. Oh, that's uh, Misery with oh. James Caan. Misery Deliverance. Stephen King. She won an oh. Oscar for that. It's a great flick. Ooh, never seen that one. That's good. Not Misery. Misery. Sacrilege, but not <laughs> Slightly. So Piscardi's going to be joining us in about 40 minutes. We might, we might gauge that for another night. We can see where, where the road takes us. But um, I wanted to jump into it with your permission, Nebraska. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Things people need to stop doing. And I want you to tell me if, if I'm wrong and they need to keep doing them or if it's time to put it to pasture and let it stud. Like an old horse. Like Puncture two socks out there. Puncture its brain. <laughs> with a prod. Quick, quick death. Puncture its brain. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for that waste. Jerk. It's great. Jerk Puncture farmer. Brain. Jerk Puncture farmer. Brain. <laughs> it's jerk farmer. You couldn't do anything else but puncture my brain. It's good land out here. It's good, good land. Good land. That's yeah. a that's a lost. He's gonna eat too, this land. Well, yeah, yeah it's because it, you know. Yeah. That, it bankrupt us. <laughs> Sadly, there's too many of us assholes. The farmers can't keep up. Bankrupt us. They're subsidized. Remember, remember what was that Facebook game? This is a segue into things people stop doing, but what was the Facebook game? Uh, Farm Farmville? Oh, yeah. Remember you got like eight requests a day from like your mom and like a priest oh. to play this? And, like, you're, I felt like I was the only guy in America not playing Farmville. And, I, and I, the reason I bring this up is Farmville made like almost a billion dollars in ad revenue and real farms are like subsidized. Like what is wrong with us? It would be like... Father Tribuani would like to trade you three sheep for a donkey. <laughs> I'm if, like, I don't get it. I don't play games. I don't play video games. I, I can't do, do this. I can't pay pa- attention. Padre Papa Pio would like to water your tomato plants in exchange for some rhubarb croissants and your third pig. Okay. Is this real? Why are we bartering? I feel like that's something people need to stop doing is... Not playing games, but sending the Facebook invites for games to people you don't even know that play it. I know. I still get those. Do you get those? Oh, like, no. Jan wants to. Jan, I don't know who the fuck's name is Jan. <laughs> Jan. Uh, Maud wants wants to invite you to play, you know, Cartoon Town with her and water her seeds. And it's like, I don't know if this is sexual or what's going on. Jewel or what's it called? Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Remember that? Kathy. Sends you free Candy Crush <laughs> for three lives. I'm like, I hate you, and now yeah. I'm, unf- I'm unfriending you. We're done. And now you look like a big fucking loser. And then yes. you play this game at like four in the morning. I yeah. swear. 
dude, and all the traveling I've been doing recently, uh, whenever I'm on a plane, any girl age four to a hundred is on a phone <laughs> playing a game or reading a book, but 99% are playing like play candy, candy Crush, Tetris, or some weird different updated version of Tetris. Mosh Pot. Sudoku. <laughs> Tic Tac Tooth. The southern one. I have one tooth. You got a stack of Janice invited you to play <laughs> Pauper Town and asked you to hem her sheets. These games aren't even exciting anymore. I mean, it's like Farmville. Yeah, it's not like a tax return. John yeah. would like you to write his English book report. <laughs> Peter messaged you for three lives. He would like you to cut his lawn. Okay, I'll cut the lawn. I do push a few buttons. No, you have to simulate lawn cutting for three hours. My battery's dying, <laughs> and the car broke down. Simulate lawn cutting. A fake lawn. Jeff invited you to. <laughs> to uh, pet the shark. Oh, that sounds cool. I'm into sharks. The loan shark. Petting his bank account with a 3% interest rate you promised him, which is a pretty good premium. All right. Uh, so I feel like games, game invites, you stop doing. It's getting a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, Facebook trivia quizzes. You know, like, which... Oh. We talked about this, too. The only reason they do this is to get access to your account. You know, which month are you? Find out. John's February. Meanwhile, when you accept these, they always say in the fine print, you're allowing this app to authorize uh, them to post your behalf and access to your contacts. So you just say, yeah, yeah, I want to do this to quiz. Blast and then when your you're info. Ha- right. And then when your account gets hacked in two months, you're like, sorry, everybody. My, that's why it happens. Yeah. You know, you ever wonder why you get messages? It's like, sorry, I got my account was hacked. Uh, yeah. when you're, it's because you sign up for one of these and somebody took your info. I mean, anybody can create an app. And you you need always, to stop doing this. You always see the people. I got a 90% on my fifth grade English test. It's like, yep. A week later, my account was hacked because <laughs> I, you know, gave money to a Nigerian prince and played a trivia game <laughs> afterwards. Nigerian prince. <laughs> I got 100% on my security test. A week later, my security was compromised. I lost some money. I need to call the police. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, I was connected in a, my, my account was hacked. Because I was connected to a uh, New Mexican drug ring, because I got a ninety-five percent on a Breaking Bad test. <laughs> <laughs> My family is missing, and I have a text message from Juarez, Mexico, but I also scored one hundred percent on the Spanish quiz. Help me! <laughs> I just checked into a taco stand, and my friend got his head cut off on the street today. What? No. Some of the stuff, it's terrible. It's awful. Uh, things, things, too, that they need to stop doing. I feel like the 10 bands I've seen before, oh. name which one's not there. I and feel like sp- not many people understood what you were doing. Like you, They were all like before you were born, right? Oh, that one, yeah. The ones yeah, you listed? Put, put like Beethoven and the Beatles. <laughs> and I put Lifeblood, which was my band, in like, you know, eighth grade. Right. And they were just like, which one is it? Some people didn't really get it. I was like, they were how? kind of like, I don't think you were alive then. I was like, no, of course I wasn't. That was 200 years ago. I was like, this game is just so, unless you just look for the band that wasn't around when you were alive, uh, <laughs> like, how the fuck would I know? Like, I don't, how do you know what 
everyone's seen and what they haven't yet. I feel like it's just a yeah exactly. I feel like it's just a ploy to get you to boast about like the band. You've I've seen. seen all of these, but one <laughs> Pearl Jam, no doubt, uh, Ace of Base, um, uh, Domino, um, Salt and Pepper. Uh, you know, it's like they get shittier yeah. and shittier as they, as they go. Yeah. They get crappier, and then you also see the guys that are, like, kind of emo kids or punk kids in high school. And, like, I've seen Pelican and, you know, you know, Pisswater. And it's all these bands you never heard of, and you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I feel like it should have been, like, what's the first concert you ever saw? I want to put Rolling Stones, you know? Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, you have a story to tell about that. Yeah. But who's really, like, playing the game? I don't know. I don't understand the point of it. I don't get it either, and I don't know... Like, I, I should have gone back and looked to see if anyone's friends, like, guessed any of them right. Or, like, no one knew. People were yeah. just randomly like, mm, you've never seen Hootie and the Blowfish. Did they get it right? I don't know. I, I gotta go know. back and look, Shady. You will die. Uh, you need to stop saying cool beans. Beans. It was never cool. But cool beans. Especially in 2017. Cool hey, beans. man, we, we got tickets this weekend. We're going to the game. Cool beans. 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 I got beans. Cool beans. Bats. Have you beans ever seen Hot going? Rod with Andy Samberg? Hot Rod. I Andy don't Samberg. think so. Like no, I have not seen it. Jumper. I think. Uh, oh, I know the film. Never saw Isla it. Isla Fisher is in it. Um, She's hot. There's a part where this him and another character kind of like make amends, and he goes, "All right, so cool beans." And the guy goes, "Yeah, cool beans." Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. 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 Cool. 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 Beans. 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 Cool beans. Beans. And they do that, and they go into this like remix of saying "Cool beans." Cool. 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 Beans. 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 And it's hilarious. So I kind of that's awesome. I never said "cool beans," but whenever I hear someone else say it, I think of that movie, and I I snicker. That works though. Yeah, it works. Because then you're like, ah, Hot Rod. Bing. I got it. He's great, by the way, Andy Samberg. I love right. him. If anybody can make he's... Cool Beans funny, it's him. That's, and he did it. It's awesome. Slash him. Slash him, dash it. Twitter, Stan's Cool Podcast. So, you can add to this list, but. So, uh, the quizzes, the tests, the. the I'm going to jump the on the bandwagon. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Who, what band haven't I seen? Come on. It's like every Super Bowl, you know, halftime show in the last twenty years, and then I don't know, Creed. Yeah, Creed. Uh, you haven't seen Creed? Yep, it's a damn. Haven't seen Creed, but I've seen everybody else. Seen Paul McCartney, The Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, In Sync, Janet Jackson. Creed, but not, but not Creed. Damn it, definitely not Creed. I gotta check Creed off my list. Creed. Maybe get a blowjob from him. Yes. He needs money. Severe money. He needs motel money. Southern weird city motel money. I remember that guy. They were like almost like a borderline like religious group, right? Yeah. They were like very... And and then some video... Christian. Yeah, Christian rock. And then some video aired, uh, leaked of him and Kid Rock getting blown on a tour bus. And his career kind of like took a tank. Kid Rock's escalated. (laughs) There's some video of Kid Rock and the lead singer of Creed. What's his name? Scott? 
Scott Stat. Scott Stat. Getting blown in some like trailer at like a concert, really? I guess. Yeah, it's so funny because I Kid, believe that they're in a trailer and Kid Rock's keeping keeps his sunglasses on. <laughs> That's great. He walks up to the lady. Hi, I'm Bob. Because I guess his name, his real name's Bob. Yeah, his name's Bob. Yeah. Bob Rock. No, I don't know what his last name is. But... <laughs> It'd be funny if he was like, "Hi, I'm Kid." <laughs> is he still alive? Hi, Kid. Mr. Kid. <laughs> is Creed still alive? That guy? Because I, he, I feel like he was arrested a, a bunch of times for like drugs and. Yeah. He was he was like a Scott Weiland that never achieved that level of fame that the Stone Temple Pilots did. Right. Because Scott Weiland's a mess. Good comparison. Yes, a good segue. Uh, the last thing I wanted to mention on this list, if I may, may. is uh, is people need to stop forgiving others. No, uh, you always have to do that. But one of the other things was um, on this list, just things you want to chime in here. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong now. We don't get it right. But uh, I feel like Instagram bots and bots in general, spam was probably pretty good for a lot of con artists in like 1998 via AOL. Mm. But now I can't post a picture of like my cat on Instagram without seeing 20 likes. And the one of the likes is like a big thong in my face. <laughs> of course, I click on it, and it's like, <laughs> you want to get sucked and fucked? Call me. And I've gotten like 100 of these in the past month, and I've reported every one to where Instagram actually wrote me back. And they were like, we're so sorry for this experience. But, and I was like, no, you guys are great. You, you've taken them all down. But here's what you should do. You need to track IP addresses of people doing this and like stop that. It's clearly like one operation because it's the same verbiage. Right. But I feel like people the reason this is happening is people itself. still fall for this. They see some like hot chick that's like you want to get together and they follow it. And they're like, "Yeah, I do." <sighs> and it's like there's still some fat bald asshole out there that like buys this <laughs> and is like feeding into this. Like stop In it. Stop all of it. Parents. He doesn't want to fuck you. The hot girls do not go on social media and go after strangers. It's, it's not, not how it works. Real. It's not really real at all. bizarre that people fall for that because people, you know what? I mean? Yeah, there are, there are some lonely, lonely motherfuckers out there, and some of them are just like, maybe, maybe, maybe you never no. know. Maybe I'll just be the one who gets her first. Maybe I'll just know. be that one. Oh, it's sad. Lonely. It's really sad, actually. Yeah. It's sad, sad state of. We need to stop with the bots. Stop with the spam. Uh, what, Instagram I mean, spams like today's Nigerian prince. Is it Russia? The bots? Is Russia just merely days away from hacking and like taking over everything? Yeah, Russia, Russia's Russia pretty bad, man. It's Russia's like, pretty bad. Take them pretty deep. Russia's Slotsky's. yeah, their human rights record is pretty pretty awful. Slotsky's. Strotsky the Pilsvitsky. Strotsky, da darling. So I guess we're gonna not get Piscardi on tonight. He's not off work for a while, but um, I don't mean to keep rambling on. But what the, did he the say? John's night is pretty wild. What did he say? I don't know what that means. Uh, he's not gonna be off for another thirty minutes. Oh, I thought he said forty. Uh, he did. He did I say forty. That was a while ago. I thought that was like forty minutes ago. Oh. Let me check my timetables. Math has never been a strong suit of mine. Mine either. So don't and trust. Th- my name's Matthew, which is weird. <laughs> wow. Never put that together. Never saw it coming. The Rockets right now are beating the Spurs in San Antonio. 
102-70. Oh my gosh, what a blowout. I know, and what a kind of a shocker. This is number two and number three. Spurs, number two. Uh, and they're in San Antonio, and they're just getting their ass kicked. I wonder if anyone's out. James Harden must be joking, just going nuts. That would be cool to see a different team. It's a shame, no matter who it is, they're, they all have to play the Warriors, and they're all going to lose. What the f- I keep losing this damn tool that I need for this device to work properly. Ooh, a device. A literary device or an actual hardware device? John's dabbling and crabbling. Physical device. A tool. Much like myself. <laughs> much, <laughs> much like, much like a horrible band. I only like one tool song. And it's only because I played it on the radio over and over and over. And it, it had like a cool build up. So I would talk oh, over really? it. Yeah, like I would yeah. talk over the beginning right before the... I would hit the post, and I kind of like learned to like oh, it that way. You know what I mean? That's cool. Yeah, you build it up. We're back now, 93.3 Kiss. You got a little... And then you stop just before they start the vocals. That was on Rock That Really Rocks, 98.7 Quick Rock. Here's... Oh, Quick tool. Rock. Sounds like something I buy downtown when I'm getting a little holiday. Right, State rock. College in Center County. Where's that? In Center County, State College. Oh, State College, yes, uh, Milford. Right outside of uh, PA. Milroy. Yes. Milroy, yes, yes. It would reach, it would reach Milroy. Tweet us. We have a cool podcast. Check out some swag, too. On our store. Some, some sweet gear. Yeah, we do have some sweet gear on there. I love the uh, Nintendo, like the Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's oh, yeah. Punch-Out shirt characters. <laughs> Somebody bought four of them in one day. I, I thought know. it was you. I thought it was my or your dad. dad. Yeah. Neither. Neither nor. Neither nor or whither where. Tweet us. Get Tweet us to the podcast. Well, don't forget to follow John at JDH272PSU on Twitter. Yeah, I've been tweeting at people a lot. Yeah. I like when you tweet at people. I like when you tweet things to ESPN guys. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of stalk your, your account a little bit and click around. You got to keep an see, eye. You gotta, it's just cool. I like like to see that it's, you know, you're engaging with these guys. And I'm wondering if they're probably, you know, they probably agree with you because you probably know a lot more than the average Joe listening. Do they ever respond? They should, they should, they should get you in there. Hold on, I'm just responding. No one better. There's no one better than Jonathan when it comes to sports. He's tremendous. He's got really smart people working with him. He's got really <laughs> smart people for him. He's just, everything he does is great. He's tremendous. Things are wild. He was talking about the draft. He was talking about Philadelphia. It was just, it, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. Did you hear what Trump said about the Civil War today? No, I knew he was talking about history. And I actually hashtagged Trump teaches history because it was trending. Uh, when I posted that, ooh, I like that. that. Lost down the rabbit hole, uh, post. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And um, so good. That's my day. You haven't even seen that part yet. Um, I've seen it. No. No. The beat uh, down the rabbit hole. I loved it. No, no I liked no. it. It's a it's, it's a lost reference. You haven't oh. seen it. You oh don't yeah, the, the, get the, it. The, the, the smoke monster hole. Got it. Um, 
What did he say? Trump. <laughs> well, it was a Civil War thing. He was talking about the Civil War, and he's like, I don't know why the Civil War had to happen. Well, it happened for a lot of reasons. The biggest one was slavery and secession of the South. That's kind of a big deal. That's why it happened. Yeah. Then he was talking about Andrew Jackson. And he, you know, President Jackson, the seventh president, said, uh, he said about Andrew Jackson, because Trump loves Andrew Jackson, which is really weird, because Jackson was like kind of a ruthless guy with the Indians and all that. Or the Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, I think that was Jefferson. <coughs> Maybe it was Jackson. I don't know, but. Or did Jackson, like, he's talking take about Jackson. Like, Jackson, he saw the Civil War happening, and he wasn't happy the way things were going. Jackson died 20 years before the Civil War happened. He never saw the Civil War. I mean, this guy's just making shit up. Are you serious? kind of dangerous. Yeah. And as like a history guy that likes, you know. Yeah. Come on. We, we deserve, a, whether you agree with Democrats, Republicans, whatever, we deserve a little bit more about U.S. history from a president. Oh. Just a little bit more. It's like saying. Uh, well, yeah. What if he starts it's like telling saying, the wrong it's like story? Ronald, Re- Ronald Reagan, he doesn't like seeing Trump as president. He just doesn't like it. He doesn't like seeing him in there. Hey, Ronald Reagan died 10 years ago. He, wow. he never saw it. He's just making things up in his head. Wow. Yeah. What do you... Uh, what do you do? So, wait a minute. What did Andrew Jackson do that was good? Uh, well, he, he actually won a lot of the campaigns against the Indians for, for more land, which is bad, I guess, if you're a Native American, but it was good for the country. Uh, he was a war hero. Um, I mean, he was an okay president. Tough guy. Was it a duel? One. Like, was it a shooting duel with somebody while president? I mean, he's like a... That's old school. But that's really old school. Yeah, you're talking like 1830s, I think. Did he have anything to do with Mississippi? Not sure. Who was the president that yanked Mississippi, that, like, got Mississippi? I don't know. Had, like, the... Louisiana Purchase. Lewis and Clark. Okay, so that was Jefferson. I no, maybe it was, it was I think it was Jackson actually. I'll tell you. You know your I'll history. You, very good. Very good. <laughs> Love that. Some, some old shows. You know your history kid. Very good. It was under the radar and I caught it after listening to the show, John saying, You know your history, that's good. Biff, back to the future. I've been doing it, oh, it since great. like the John and Agnew show. If I can slip it in there. It's like one of my favorite oh, lines. Have you? Is that like an old thing? I did it and like DeWitt heard it the next day and called it out. And it was like, You said you did this Biff line that no one does. <laughs> you know your history. Very good. That was That's the day the night of the Hilvera lightning storm. That's the night that I went back. That's the night He's this crazy old codger comes up to me and he says, this kid, this wild-eyed scientist is going to come up to you talking about a time machine. And if that should ever happen. What's going just, down? Just never here's thought a, it would be you. Here's a word we need to bring Biff, back. One thing. What the hell is that? The <laughs> <Yeah>, ashtray. <laughs> yes. That's a great flick. Two's arguably the best. I think two's the best. All so the different timelines, the the alternate, the alternate present. Yeah, the it's, references. It's, it's great. I still like Ghostbusters too, better than the original. Do People you really? are like, no, it's not as good. It's like, yeah, well, I've seen it more, and it's got like Vigo in it. And <laughs> I relate, like I watched that as a kid more. Yeah, saw that one more than the original. Yeah, it's like the it's original, what I know. Original was a little adult. For my tender age, it was a little too uh, risque. 
too. It was a little too pepperature for the Venkman fingering Dana Barrett behind the scenes. I could, I could yes. see it with my mind's eye. It was a little too caviar for my taste. It was a little too uh, sardine. It was a little too chaplet for my pews. Seeing that first one compared to the second one in contrast was a little bit too gray for my uniform. Perhaps it was a little bit too salty for that pretzel. Watching the second one, first one, I drew the second one more. The first one was maybe a little too ricochet, <laughs> my firing squad. The cloth away, the first one was a little too probably crocheting my expenditure of blankets. I guess the point of it all really is the first Ghostbusters was a little bit too citizen of my nation. Talking about, and they kind of uh, they didn't have enough Slimer. No, yeah, it didn't have enough Slimer. Slimer had like a cameo in the first one. In the second one, he's all over the place. He's, he's bebopping and scatting. He's skippity dopping and bippity boopity. Let's slice this, dice this, slice it in the let's, W column. Let's do it. Ooh. All right. Uh, so let's just say, tweet us at the underscore podcast. It's a great show, full show, packed. Vibrant, and thank you so much for listening. Tweet us at the underscore the podcast, or follow us on Snapchat at nerd.35, John on Twitter at jdh272psu, Michael Biscardi at M. Biscardi Jr., myself at King Pro- Kingman Prods, and uh, always please like us on Facebook. We appreciate you listening. From the uh, director of um, sauteed meats and salted beefs down in um, Okathawa, uh, Ocala, Florida, Jonathan Hester. I am the man. I am the man who had some old meat and a now hallucinating Matthew Clark saying, "Thank you so much for listening. And good night, everybody." And Godspeed. And you, and you. This is for the freaks and for my magicians Booty clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man Oh yeah! A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong, let's all dance From England to Stockholm I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty Like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo I got a bottle of Martinelli's And jumping it all over anybody that's kicking it in the grotto and the neighbors keep tripping, I'm like I'm in a castle. Fuck your condo! Unicorns and wizard sleeves, amaranths and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea, sailing off the sea. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, amaranths and make-believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea, will you come party with me in my castle? I'm a partier, you like to wander, I'm a wanderer Your thighs are the closet to Narnia Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe Massage my lap, I have a sore bone Of course cold on the dance floor Like an Eskimo's holes in the North Pole With both toes poking out of the two holes In the Eskimo socks, I'm hot Like a cauldron from a warlock Wearing sweatpants and a sauna Who's your father? I'm not I'm motherfucking raving Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, pounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has.
Best night that we 